Hello foodies. Welcome to the Breaking Bread Podcast. The foodie podcast presented by food obsessed mates Liam, that's me, and Carl, that's me. Join us as we aim to peel back the curtain and give food lovers like us a real insight into what makes the hospitality industry so fantastic. Our fortnightly episodes will bring interviews with people from all over the industry. And Liam and I will discuss everything food related from reviewing places we've ate to chatting about recipes we're experimenting with at home. We hope you enjoy listening to our chats as much as we re- enjoy recording them. Welcome to this episode. This is the episode with just me and Carl again. We're going to have a little chat like we normally do about places we've eaten, food we want to chat about. A lot of you have seen on Instagram, Carl's been cooking up a treat, most of them homemade food. That's as much as I'd love to steal some credit for it. That's uh, been mainly Carl. Well, all Carl. <laughs> yep, I'm in training. I'm in training for MasterChef next year. And then we're going to... Talk maybe about a few cookbooks and a few general foodie things in general. And then um, we've got some bars we want to unfurl. And we're going to finish up by telling you all about our uh, recent visit to Little Blackwood in Mosley. Did you get that cookbook I told you about? You did, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. The uh, Chinese Takeaway Cookbook by, um, I don't know, Gokwan's brother, wasn't it? Gokwan's brother. It's big brother. (laughs) Big, big brother, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was very good. Um, it's probably the third Chinese um, cookbook I've bought. But it seems to be the simplest. Yeah, I've not gone for a Chinese food before, like as in, in as in making it at home. And yeah, it's really easy. As you can see, if you go onto the uh, website and the Instagram, I did the uh, chili crispy shredded beef from it, and it was unbelievable. Yeah, and I sort of messed it up a little. I, I know for a fact I can make it better than I did. Yeah, you set, you text me saying that. What, how would you improve it? Um, just how I put the beef into the eggs and then the flour. I'd done it in smaller batches because a lot of it stuck together and I had to try and pull it all apart. And it made a bit, made it all stick together. So I'd separate it all first and do it slower. Just little things as well, making sure the oil's hot enough. I know I can do that dish better, hundred percent. But it was still like one of the best things I've ever cooked. They reckon you have to cook things three or four times four different recipes from a book to decide how good it is yeah well the next one i'm cooking from that is his pork belly because that looks unbelievable that like the first thing i wanted to cook <laughs> and the recipe for his pork belly is different to any other recipe for pork belly i've seen yeah i thought that very unusual yeah, yeah so i can't wait to try that yeah so i've cooked a few other things um it's been on the blog literally everything i'm talking about is on the instagram so you've got the red pepper and paneer curry from the Made in India cookbook. It's probably your favourite book at the minute. That's the book I'm using the most at the moment. The, the food is so easy to cook out of it as well. There's pictures of it on the Instagram, but it's it's such an easy book to follow. It's not complicated. You don't need loads of spices. She keeps it just really simple, how it's done at home. Some of it's not... I'm not going to lie. Like I've cooked some stuff from it and thought, I won't cook that again, but... I'd say about eighty percent of what I've cooked, I'd happily cook again. How many of you say you tried from there? I've probably tried about minimum of ten recipes easily. 
Like the red pepper and paneer curry I cooked the other day, that was phenomenal. The best thing I've cooked from there is a coriander chutney curry. Oh, nice. So you make a chutney from coriander. That sounds like it'd be good anyway, hasn't it? Yeah, it's used for a, you can use it as a dip. Yeah. But then you can make a curry with it as well, and you add like tablespoons of that dip into the curry, and it just, oh, it's, it's strange. It's like a different type of curry, but it's really, really nice. I've got the other dish I cooked. Well, there's no cookbook for that one. It's sort of one I made up. It's the ox cheeks tacos that I made. Yeah. Which were unbelievable, by the way. Absolutely amazing. I mean, the, using your pressure cooker. Yeah, yeah, using my electric pressure cooker. I did the ox cheek tacos. I can't take credit for the dips, although I did make the dips. But <laughs> I didn't make the recipe up for them. That was um, Thomasina Meyer's book, Mexican Food. Yeah, good book. I've got that book too. Yeah, it was the guacamole, the roast chili salsa, and the pink onions. You said the um, the chili salsa was probably the best thing about the dish. The roast chili salsa I've made a few times, but I did it differently this time. It, I'd used baby cherry plum tomatoes. What was the original? Uh, just normal plum t- plum tomatoes. Oh, but right. I used baby plum tomatoes, and they were it just added an extra sweetness to it that was really really nice. Oh. And the Vietnamese lamb shanks. Oh yeah, off the uh, that was off the Good Food website. But I've got the Good Food pressure cooker book. So the goodfood dot com. It's a BBC website that's got yeah, a lot of food on. Yeah, it's good. It's a good <laughs> website, but their cookbooks are quite good. <clears throat> if you're into food own. at all, you probably know that one. But and the Vietnamese lamb shanks were good. Really, really good. Lamb shanks are good anyway, and yeah, 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 the way they stand up to spices. Yeah, you can throw a lot at lamb shank, and it's really good. But that's just like, they're the standout things I've cooked since we last sort of had a podcast. I wish I could say I've cooked anything half that decent, but <laughs> I've been t- I've been too busy eating out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not exactly bad, is it? <laughs> no. I've got into a little habit now on a Saturday morning. I like to get up a little bit early, try and get out and have a walk around a farmer's market or go into a bakery or something, get some fresh bread for the weekend and that, that kind of thing, you know. Mm, that sounds good. <clears throat> Favourite of mine at the minute is the uh, Early Bird Bakery in King's Eif. A- anyone who, who knows me knows I've been banging on about this place since it opened in November. Mm, it's um, the last podcast as well. Yeah, our last podcast. We, I tried to get there before, but it didn't work out. And we kind of just glanced over it. But since then, I've probably been every week. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and it, do you know, I went last Saturday and it was absolutely rammed in there. So they must be doing something right. Uh, the pancakes look unreal. What did you get? I got the, um, I'm addicted to their little uh, brioche muffins that's, they're filled with vanilla custard. Um, they got some like apple on top. Oh, they're unreal. And I got a little, um, probably one of my favourite combinations is uh, peanut butter, chocolate and banana. A little mini gatto. Yeah, it was incredible. Mm, that sounds good. Yeah, they're doing really well. They're absolutely smashing it. I always get myself a little flat white from there too. Good coffee. Flat white's the best one you can order, isn't it? It's oh, was that oh, flat white? <laughs> it's my number one order. Unless I'm eating and then I have a latte. I don't know why. A bit more and a bit more milk. I don't know. Yeah, or you can have one. Have you ever had a cortado? Yeah, I've had a cortado. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice as well. It's nice yeah. after a meal because it's not, well, it's not milky and it's not, it's just half the lot. Somewhere, nice somewhere else I visited in King's Eve while I was there was uh, I went for brunch at uh, Br- uh, Bloom. 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 Obviously, me and you went there in December, loved it. Yeah, I ju- it just blew me away again. Absolutely 
just different level. Yeah, I can't believe you went about me. You would have loved it as well. The beef I had beef brisket, bubble and squeak. Hadn't had bubble and squeak since I was a kid. Hated it, but I love this. <laughs> oh, I love bubble and squeak. I'm guessing you just get it done properly and you like it. And then there came with a nice um, bit of heat from a horseradish uh, cream on top. Them onion rings look the nice. Yeah, and then I was going to say, working up then to the onion rings on top, the three onion rings, homemade. Stunning. Yeah, God, it's so good. And it. Again, it's busy as well. It was rammed in there when we got there. Had to share a table again. But you don't mind doing that. It's a good place. No, no, but that's the, the sort of the vibe they're going for, I think. Is that your Samba? That's Alexa. <laughs> Fuck Alexa. I don't know. Why has everyone got these fucking Alexas, man? <laughs> that's Alexa chatting to us. Alexa, mind your fucking business. So send that off to the government now. GCHQ, <laughs> like... Some fuckers bad mouth in me. Say, look, she's kicking off now. <laughs> don't like them. I don't have people have them in their living rooms, man. Half the time she doesn't even work, but that's the thing. You go around people's houses and they're there shouting at the speaker, trying to get it to do something. And then Neve does. My daughter does all the time. She's yeah. come into the living room, she's standing shouting at the speaker. Yeah, I was talking about Bloom. Yeah, obviously it was great again. I missed the pop-up. That's what I missed. They've done a Burns like pop-up. Oh, man. I didn't do anything. For, I usually do like and proper I, haggis dinner. Yeah, I, I do like haggis, do but do you know what they had? Um, had an iron brew parfait. What is it? Oh, man. <laughs> That's <laughs> right up my street, that is. Don't do iron brew. Do you mean you don't do iron brew? You know this. I don't understand how people drink it. Do you know in Scotland? Scotland's one of the two places in the world... Where Coke isn't the biggest selling soft drink. Coke shit as well, to be fair. <laughs> it's very true, but I thought that was quite an achievement. Well done, Scotland. Yeah. Not a big fan of pop, to be honest. No, me neither, but I do like an old arm Fanta lemon on holiday. Yeah, I like Fanta lemon. Or ginger ale, actually. I do drink ginger ale. I like that. Where have you been? Have you been anywhere nice? Wow. Since the last one, yeah, I've been a few places... Um, as you know, our favourite breakfast place, and I generally think you'd struggle to get anywhere else for breakfast, is Stable. Yeah, love Hopefully. the Stable. Okay, I'll go there regularly. Um, not sure if we mentioned it on the last one or not, but I went to Rico Libre in Digbuff, the tapas place. If anyone hasn't been there, they need to get there because it's a fantastic place. I've been going for years, and it's just... It's brilliant. It's the best tapas you can get in Birmingham. I've never been, but I do want to go because you keep raving on about it. The menu looks crazy to me. Like it's definitely not just Spanish. Like. Well, I ignore the actual menu. I'm just straight off the specials board because it's they do loads of stuff that's not Spanish. Heavy on the seafood. A lot, a lot of seafood. The smoked haddock's really good. Really, really good. Frog's legs, they're good. I do, lo- I do love. Um, yeah, they've got like little. They've got like a mini Jamaican curry. They've got. Loads and loads of weird stuff that you wouldn't see on any tapas menu, but it's really nice stuff. See, that's it sounds great, but then at the same time it put me off a little bit because I thought, was it authentic? Or like... Well, that's the thing. It's not going for, like, authentic. You go in and the walls are, like got graffiti and paintings and weird shit all over the place, and it still looks a bit like an old pub. And it's bring your own booze. And it's very reasonably priced. Like, it's perfect. It's a great place. If anyone was going to Birmingham and they wanted to go for a meal that was inexpensive and they wanted to see 
something that was probably like the heart of Birmingham, I'd say you'd be hard pushed to beat Rico Libre. Anywhere else? Uh, went to the new Fiesta de la Sardo in Shirley. Oh yeah, I do like it there. Yeah, I've been a few times. This time was a bit of a pain because we took Connie and she decided to scream for the whole meal. <laughs> but the food was nice. I said it's the same. I'm sort of the more I go, the more I think it's just got a lot of rosemary and a lot of garlic on everything. Yeah, I which is that. nice, but it's on everything. We're very lucky, and we both like garlic, and we both like rosemary. Yeah, it works out well. If you don't yeah. like salt, rosemary, or garlic, you'd be hard pushed to. Yeah, you could have it plain, and the, the steak quality is fantastic. But for steaks, it's one of the best places you can go. It's definitely somewhere Shirley needed, I think. Um, well, it's it's really nice. It's you're sitting inside there, and you forget you're in Shirley. Yeah, because Shirley's never really had anything like that in it. Yeah, they've done a good job designing that place. Oh, it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful inside. And we are going to have the pers- the company who designed Fiesta. We have, we've got her on in a couple of weeks as well. Oh, did she get back to her? That's yeah. a nice link. <laughs> yeah, well. that's what I thought. I've <laughs> already good. recorded it. I recorded it in January, oh. yeah. But I've been to a few other places as well. Oh, I had a cracking day out with my dad. Really good. For Christmas, I got him a um, whiskey tasting experience at a hard to find whiskey in the jewelry quarter is it hard to find because the shop's hard to find or <laughs> <laughs> no it's the whiskies because they've got some whiskies there that are thousands and thousands of pounds yeah like it's like everything else in the jewelry court you've got to buzz your way in you can't just walk in yeah like there's some unbelievably expensive stuff there and we did the um award-winning taster we get five whiskies five good measures as well your proper shot, like not a. Well, yeah, it's a proper like dram of whiskey. Nice. And it's five of them, and it the experience was only thirty five pound. I guarantee, if you had any just one of the whiskies we tried in a bar or a fancy restaurant, it would cost you thirty five pound just for the one. Was it like um, the just the two years, or was you, did you join another group or? No, it was just to do because it was just like a Friday day. Yeah. And we booked in the time we wanted, so just us and the person doing it. It was really knowledgeable, knew loads about whiskey. It was great. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Loads of fun doing it. And we had, well, obviously, where that is situated, you've got so much good stuff around it. So we went hen and chickens for lunch first. Good choice. Really good place. I love the hen and chickens. I've still not been, but... Oh, man, you've got to go. It's yeah. really, really good. It's Hoping part of the whole Desi Pub obsession I have at the moment. Yeah, we're definitely going to be... Going to be doing that special soon. Just have a day where we go to all of them. One for lunch. <laughs> we'll go to the hen and chickens for lunch and then go keg and grill for dinner. Yeah. Happily. Yeah. So we went there, then went to the church for some beers. You can't go straight to a whiskey tasting. No, you've got to warm up first. Apparently so. <laughs> and one in the Clifton, then to hard to find whiskeys. And then you can't, and you can't just leave on a load of whiskey. So you've got to, <laughs> you've got to wind down a little bit. So we went to the jeweler's arms. For a quick six pints. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even remember the evening at all. No. <laughs> no, it was good though. Well, they got BFG on tap at um, Jeweler's Arms. You said it's like an old, proper old school pub. The Jeweler's Arms, fantastic. It's the type of pub you can go in, you'll sit in it all day. They've got pork pie behind the bar. They've got, it's just proper old school. It's a hard place to leave once you go through them doors. Yeah, I remember it now you've said it. I don't You're know why it's just come while. back to me now. And it, yeah, it was just looked like it hasn't been touched. Like, but... Yeah, no, I love the place. So, I, to be honest, I knew when we were walking in there that I was going to be there a while. 
I think you get that feeling whenever you walk into any decent booze around there. Yeah, there's some really good ones. Like, it's not so true of, like, some of them. Like, you'd struggle to say, like, the Rose Villa Tavern. I'd struggle to stay in there for more than, like, a couple of hours if it wasn't for an occasion. It's just these old-fashioned pubs. You get in there. They're my favourite places to drink anyway. But you get in, you get a good spot. You're near the fire. Pork pie behind the bar. Pork pies. Good old-fashioned crisps. Scampy fries. (laughs) <laughs> loads of choice yeah, of really good ales like why would you go anywhere else until you get hungry enough for dinner and yeah that's pretty much been my so the only things of note I've probably done had an early valentine's present last week hey. yeah wink wink <laughs> went <laughs> to uh, <laughs> Mockingbird finally got around to going to the Mockingbird cinema in a custom factory had dinner beforehand yeah it was good it was quite nice waffles waffles and a uh, Chicken. So I've had a drink in there and I've had in there. I haven't been in the cinema part. What's the cinema like? Is it good in there? Yeah, it's cool. It's very um, snug like. It's it's cosy. Is it quite small? It's not as small as I thought it would be. And um, uh, the film was ace. Um, the Lost Boys. Yeah, like great one film. One of my favourite ever films. Really good film. It was so much better on the big screen as well. Yeah, I think a lot of stuff like that will be, especially action films. No, and they do good um, marathon sessions on films there. I've always wanted to go to the Arnie one. Yeah, I've seen they've done it. Like, I've even seen them have done, like, Back to the Future 1, 2 and 3 or Karate Kid 1, 2 and 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did an Arnie Day and they had my favourite ever film, Predator, on. And I've got to, I have got really want to see that at the pictures. Yeah. And Commando, which is just... It's weird how much you forget sometimes when you're watching films at home all the time, how much of a big difference it makes at the cinema. Seeing that opening shot, you know, where they're, they're flying over the bay... And uh, that song's coming on. I mean, I can't remember who the song is. Twisted Sister or someone, I think. Yeah, it was it was really good. So, uh, couldn't have dinner that close to Digbeth Dining Club without nipping over to uh, <laughs> our friend Ollie from um, the Brownie Bus. He was serving his brownies over there. They were unreal. Really good. But no, I went the other day because me and Mrs. went out in Digbeth. Only jerking were there. Well, they're permanently there yeah, now, aren't they? Only jerk always there now, yeah. Really nice food. Really good. Is that what... Oh, you had only jerking. Do you have anything else? Oh, you had pancakes, didn't you? Yeah, the miss said pancakes and... Went what to else? Well, pan- well, there's only so much you can do yeah, with a pancake, pancakes isn't there? pancakes. But <laughs> I was chatting to a fella at work, and he said, oh, we went to that Digbeth dining because you recommended it. He said, but we'd already ate. So I was like, well, you messed up there for a start. Yeah. But he said, we wanted to go for the dessert. He said, we've seen some of these pictures of the desserts that you, you showed us. I said, yeah. But there was only this cheesecake thing there, so we just left. Oh, you missed. That's the like, best dessert. I was like, urban cheesecake were there, and you didn't bother. I was like, no, was it good? I was like, mate, it's 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 incredible. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> you know I me, mean? I'm not too fussed about desserts all the time. Maybe ice cream, but that cheesecake place is fantastic. Urban cheesecake is brilliant. They had like some special on as well with the uh, biscoffy things. No, little biscuits. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. biscoffy ones. Yeah, they're nice. I actually went. Another night I went up on a Thursday night and um, had to go up and see someone, but I purposely chose a night where there was a few traders I'd never try. I'm going to try and get to a few more traders. Purposely go on a night where there's there's new traders that I've not, not been to yet, and uh, this Thursday was particularly good. Had the no bones. I think I'm not sure if they have the no bones thing every Thursday now, which is pretty good. But um, I tried uh, Morridge. Naomi is also going to be on the podcast soon. I think she's like, yeah, she's my next episode to release to coincide with her. Um, she's set, setting up at Great Western Arcade. Yeah, when does that open? 
25th of February. And then our episode comes out on the 11th of March. So, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, she does. She was doing Aaron Cheney. And I, I really hope that's how you say it, but I've got no idea if yeah. that's how you say it. Well, I think so. And it was made from oats instead of rice, obviously, which is a porridge thing. And I, I was a bit like, I'm not sure, <laughs> you know, but all truthfully, they were excellent. Yeah, I can't imagine it. With, oh, with mean, something other than rice, it was really good. But yeah, you, you would, I couldn't have told the difference. No way. Mm. But they were just nice and fresh. And then she done this um, homemade plum sauce to go with them, and a wild garlic smoked wild garlic sauce to go with that. So the two sauces with it. Oh man, they were they were unreal. And then Wallace and Sons. Uh, I think they're from Manchester, but they were down. For, I think they come down regularly for Digbeth dining. And uh, yeah, this was good. This was real good. Pork, pork belly. Oh, man, stop saying. I'm getting me on the pork belly all the time, pork, man. I'm just obsessed with pork belly. Gonna be think, everyone's going to think we're obsessed with It's all we ever talk about <laughs> is pork belly. And then uh, another company I've not seen before, they had a funky little ambulance. It was uh, Flats, Flats Donuts. Oh, I haven't heard of them. Um, they're completely vegan, but I won't hold that against them. They were good. They'd done a schmores special that I had. That was incredible. My wife and her boss were here, so I took a couple home to them, and they were well impressed with them. But it's nice to go and try. That's the beauty of Digbeth Dining, I think, is you can go and try a load of new things. Like, mm. I mean, if all else fails, especially now, if all else fails and you don't like the look of the stuff that's there, you can just crack on with Buddha Belly or Only Jerking because they're there all the they're time. They're permanent residents, yeah, now, aren't they? It just keeps it just keeps improving, improving, doesn't it? it? Blows me away. They're two of the best ones I've tried, so I'm really happy they're permanently there. News wise, um. I'm really, really excited about the guys at um, eighteen eighty one doing the nineteen forty four cocktails. You can take home, put them in your fridge, and just pour them straight into a glass. I see that. That's a great idea, isn't it? Yeah, it's really, really, really clever idea. And I'm they're releasing them on Wednesday. This coming Wednesday. What's the date on this Wednesday? So I'm rubbish with dates. Yeah, this podcast coming out on the Monday after the Wednesday they've released, so yeah, they'll probably so be sold out. It's by been the and time. gone. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll be gone. Another. <laughs> As soon as they release them, they'll be gone straight away. How many did you say they were releasing? There's three different cocktails, and there's 20 or 25 of each. I think it's 25 of each. Oh, God, they'll be gone. When, when did you say they were releasing? Wednesday, they'll be gone by Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> my partner's not working in Birmingham that day, so I'm gutted she ain't going to be able to go and get them. Inconsiderate, isn't she? I know. <laughs> Wednesday would be the day she works from home. But now I'm gutted, especially there's like a rum bullion one, and it's got four different types of rum in it, and you know me and rum. So, have you been to the um, 1881? Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Hard to find. Uh, yeah, we struggled a little bit, but I think that's kind of the magic about the place. Once you know where it is, it's fairly easy. We were lucky that we were following a couple that seemed to know where it was. Yeah, I do want to try it. They have quite a big selection of um, non-alcohol cocktails as well. It's brilliant. It's like a Michelin-starred sort of taster menu type drinking experience. There's just cocktails you can order, and then there's like a taster menu of cocktails. Well, you still get full measures of the cocktail, but it's just a set order. I think it's three or four of them. It's a brilliant idea. Yeah, yeah. It's genius. And they're so quick and... Only a small place, or...? Um, yeah, it's not massive. You won't get a lot of people in. There's no standing in there, so if they open the when they ring the bell and they open the door, if there's no room, there's no room. Can you book a table... I don't think they let you book, no. It's one of them. You're like, turn up this room. You don't turn up, there's not. They, they got my attention, obviously. I'm, I don't drink, but 
their, their social media, their, their Instagram is by far the best Instagram. I don't know who takes their photos. The drinks look fantastic on there, don't they? Every one of them are unreal. Well, for anyone that hasn't been there, They're I can beautiful. tell you they taste better than they look, and they look brilliant. Yeah, but the place is it's really nice inside it's they're quick as well because like you don't wait long for a drink obviously a lot a lot of their stuff's pre-batch mixed yeah like they've mixed it all up in advance so they just go off come back straight away with your cocktail and they come back with a cocktail that just blows your mind using loads of different stuff that you would never think would go into a drink they do it properly, don't they? I'm just, I just get envy every time I look at their Instagram. I think, why can't I make ours look as good as that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything they do looks brilliant. The service is good. It's just, a, it's a really, really good place to go for a drink. The, one of the only things I've got, kind of news wise, and it, I, I can't really tell you anything about it. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> and that's, um, I've got an email. I just got an email from them, and it, all the email was was a black, black and white picture. With uh, one sentence saying, um, Enigma is watching. Eh? Have you seen this? No, I don't know. Who sends the email out? Uh, it come from Enigma. Oh, but you must be on some mailing list or something. It didn't just randomly come out. But it, I've, I know it's something to do with Alex Claridge, and I'm guessing it's from the Wilderness or the uh, Nocturnal Animals mailing list that I'm part of both. So. Uh, right. I'm on both. I haven't had yeah. an email. Well, they're saying that, haven't When did you get the email? This week, yeah, this weekend even. Oh, I, I think it all came about Friday. All of a sudden it started appearing on uh, social media. Quite a few chefs and stuff started sharing it. Yeah, all right. But as I said, that's that's the most I've got out of it. So I'm, I've uh, hit the um, follow posts and notify me when they post because I want to know exactly what's going on. But I'm guessing it's going to be something big. I'm hoping so. They've yeah, had quite a few good. pop-ups and stuff at Nocturnal Animals lately. They had some um, Cardiff cocktail bar come and do it a Sunday afternoon and bits and pieces. So Alex Larridge keeping things interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Proper genius <laughs> so in Birmingham scene. Keep an eye out for that, whatever it is. I bet it'd be good. I don't know if you've seen as well the weekend. Um, Brad Carter was on Saturday Kitchen. Yeah, I missed it. I was busy. I was driving down to Colchester, but... Yeah, smashed it, smashed it as usual with his razor clamps. Brilliant. Yeah, fair play. Uh, he was mainly on there, I think, to promote his uh, book. He uh, announced Friday evening some great news for me because, as everyone knows, every day at five o'clock, I'm tuning into iTunes story, um, Instagram stories to see the staff dinners from Carters. If you've not seen them, just go follow them. Um, Carters now on Instagram, Carters of Mosey. Go following them, and every day. Watch their stories. They're brilliant. They do a little run through of what they're cooking and then just brilliant. Because the cookbook, it's not like the restaurant cookbook, it's the staff dinners. It's cookbook, the staff isn't it? dinners, yeah. So, like, I've, I've, I'm not joking. I once messaged Brad Carter and said, I will wash dishes for free to have that staff dinner every day. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I wasn't even half joking. <laughs> but yeah, they look incredible. So, I, from what the, he was saying on Saturday Kitchen, it was it's going to be like a, a, I think a bit like Glyn Pennell's book, half autobiography, half kind of recipes, and then I think it's a great idea, such a good idea because most of the um, recipes he does on these stories and he's stuffed in the stories, they're fair, they're not unreachable, you know what I mean? Oh no, they're, they're completely cookable. I think they're very cookable, and a lot of the times you get top chefs and Michelin star chefs and they think well I want to bring a cookbook out but I'm not going to bring out 
recipes from my own because no one's going to be able to cook them or they're not going to have the ingredients that we have. Or So they'll bring out like, uh, I don't know, I'm not going to say a name, but the name of the chef at home or something. Yeah. And yeah. it would be like food they eat at home and it would be a, a door down. And I'm reading it thinking, do you really eat this at home? Are you really cooking this at home? Well, this is stuff you well, know. This is something. I've seen him cooking it. I've seen his chefs cooking it. I know this is Carter's food straight away. And I think it's also good because you think, God, it's very good for them staff to have that one good meal every day. Five o'clock, they have that good meal. It just shows the whole ethos of the company. It's brilliant. I think he's doing great things. Everyone knows he's doing great things. Yeah, it's fantastic. Really, really good addition to Birmingham. This is what I mean. This is why the podcast exists. There's so much good shit going on with Birmingham. There's good chefs, like top, top chefs in Birmingham doing great, amazing things. I've um, pre-ordered that book as well. I wanted the sign copy. Oh. Fanboy. <laughs> I didn't even know that to pre-order. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen it. it popped up on his um, story, so was, there was a little link. I thought, I'll have that. <laughs> pre-order now. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Available in all good bookshops. That was all the kind of big news I had. One of the only other things we have coming up with... Um, been invited to like bloggers evening yeah it's a brazilian kind of taco street food kind of vibe i think they're doing like a monthly or two monthly stints i think that's they're gonna go down the pop-up route um we'll know more about it and we'll chat more about it i'm sure on our next um yeah, podcast we've been and we know what the crack looking is. forward to going and trying that out we recently went somewhere that we've wanted to try for a good while yeah i've been dying to go here for ages ages and ages and we finally went there then we took the Took the missuses out for last night. Oh, they say I took them out that like my wife paid for me. So <laughs> I think the best way to describe Little Blackwood would be like a chef's kind of restaurant. You know, like somewhere that they'd like to eat out on a night off. Yeah, it's just really good. It's not expensive, but the quality and the experience is like the quality and the experience don't match the what you've paid. You look at the bill at the end, you think, is that it? Yeah, I mean, it's shocking. It was brilliant. I mean, the atmosphere, just so relaxed, chilled. I loved it, yeah. I thought it was really good. Really personal sort of vibe to it. They know all the stuff. Like, you asked for an alcoholic cocktail and he listed them all off and told you what was in all three of them, didn't he, straight away? Yeah, off the top of my head, I think there was four of them, actually. Didn't four. have to look at the menu or just told you. You got this, this, this and this. Yeah, seed lip. I'm normally kind of rather sheepishly asking, have you got this uh, seed lip drink in the... Uh, some of them, most of them, in fairness, now are like, yeah. But this fellow was like, we've got actually, we've got cocktails involved in all of these. <laughs> we've got every flavour, and these are the cocktails. And I was like, brilliant. Yeah, I had an old-fashioned. That was really good. I love an old-fashioned. Yeah, we started with cocktails. We seem to all start with cocktails. Got a bit yeah, and me and my missus, we started with two cocktails you'd normally end on, not start with. She had an <laughs> espresso martini, and I had an old-fashioned, which you normally have at the end, rather than the beginning. Yeah, uh, I, I think you'll agree that, in the last kind of six months, one of the restaurants that's been recommending most to us is this one. Yeah, everyone we know that's been there has turned around and says, you haven't been right, you've got to go there. But even like some, we spoke to a few people on the podcast um, and they've, they've said straight away, Little Blackwood, gotta try it. Brilliant mm. stuff. Yeah, I mean, it'd been a couple of things. It used to be Cheval Blanc, a wine place, and then it was a little uh, cider bar before that. I've been to everything it's been, basically, and then... For some reason, I left it really long time to go to Little Blackwood, even though I knew it was good and you've got that chef that's done pop-ups and other stuff that 
Ben Tyler, chef's name is. He's got a very heavy uh, Asian influence. He must love to have him on the podcast. Talk about where that comes from. You know, yeah, there's definitely a, an Asian influence in there. The backbone of the menu, plenty of nori and bits and pieces like that. But yeah, yeah, the hype was real. It was good. We said we started with cocktails. Really nice. The girls had a wine. I was going to have the white as well, but I think they had a Pinot Gris. And I was going to have that, but I, I was having Philip steak for my man, so I went on to their um, Argentinian good uh, wine menu. Malbec they had. Yeah, 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 really impressive menu, really good. Got All the wine, like, you read through, and it was a good choice of wines. Like, if you, there's something for everyone there. They they ho- actually host special uh, evenings, don't they, with the wines? And yeah, stuff they have Nate Timber nights and stuff. Yeah. And they always sell out, because I wanted to go to a couple, and if I ever fell on a time I couldn't go, or they've sold out. Yeah, I've read that. They sell out very fast. They're very popular. That's a good. They don't just do their normal menu. They do different stuff every now and then. Like, I haven't been, but I've on good word of people I trust that their Sunday lunches are some of the best in Birmingham. Yeah, I've heard that. Definitely going to be trying one of them soon. I love the, the wine cellar. Probably the most creative yeah, wine cellar in Yeah, you can years. see the wine cellar, like, spiralling down one in the middle of the restaurant, can't you? Yeah, it's class. Must have... Um... I mean, that was still there from yeah. when Cheval Blanc yeah. was there. Must have took a lot of effort to get that done. But no, the pl- it's beautiful inside, really nice inside. So it comes into uh, three courses. You choose the three courses, or you can have two, but obviously we're going for three. Was it three for £35, wasn't it? Yeah, really oh, that's, good value. That's crazy value. Incredible. I mean, if there was five or six, we would have obviously had that. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three. I think it's actually, um, there's a tasting menu coming in at the end of March, I think. I'd actually read that on the website there the other day, so... Oh. See how that goes. Might have to go back and try that. They have a taste of you can have, but you have to pre-order it the day before, yeah, don't you? Yeah. I don't know why I we're going to do it. I kind of wanted to just see how it went but on our first food, visit. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. On our first visit, just getting to see how it goes with the normal. It's a free course. for 35 quid. Unbelievable value. It was really hard to choose a start. I would have had everything on the menu. To be honest, like every course, there wasn't anything. You could have given me any of them. Yeah. Any starter, any of the mains, I'd have been perfectly happy with yeah, they were really good. For starters, I had the pig cheek, obviously. More pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had the same one. I can't say anything. I oh, did you have the starter. same? Yeah, we oh, had yeah, the same I forgot starter. that. So we had yeah, the pig cheek with uh, langoustine bisque. And it came with um, black olive tapenade on the top yeah, as well. Yeah, I love that. What a combination that is. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought you'd put pig cheek, langoustine bisque and black olive tapenade together, but it was really good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was brilliant. But apparently it's something been done before. I was chatting to my... Butcher on the Saturday about it because I was asking him if we could get some pig cheek. He said, "Oh, he said if I had a pound for everyone who's came in and asked for pig cheek in the last kind of six months, so it's become very popular." He oh, said, they need to be selling it then, don't they? Yeah, he's going to talk to uh, Keith about getting it in because Keith's obviously on his holidays again. I'll tell you where you can get it. Like I'm not plugging them; I don't get nothing off this. Um, Waitrose, they sell pig cheeks and ox cheek. That's what he said. That's what the butcher said to me. He said they do sell it there. So if you're looking for it until we start stocking it, try there. Have you bought it from there? Is it cheap? Yeah, it's really yeah. cheap. Yeah, I the thought... ox cheek was like two massive ox cheeks. I think it came to like four quid or something. God. But yeah, the the butcher kind of said he, he wasn't sure. He didn't really see the attraction with it. And I said, well, I had it last uh, last week at Little Blackwood in Moseley. I said, and I had it with this uh, bisque. He said, oh, yeah. He said, I've had it before, actually. He said, with uh, lobster and stuff. Like, and I, I, He said, I, I can kind of see that. And I, yeah, so that was that was nice. Um, mm. I think your wife. 
So they had the specials on, they had a special star, didn't they? That was the scallop shared. I forget what that comes with, but they were nice. I you get a lot of scallops with. as well for your money. Yeah, they were big scallops had as like well. four big scallops. Is it four or three? I think it was four, four. wasn't it? Well, probably three. They normally plate things in odd numbers. Yeah, you've got a picture though, haven't you? I have. Check the picture. Because <laughs> I'm sure I looked at it and gone, yeah, it's, it's, that's not an odd number. Why have they put four on? Yeah, because it's normally always odd. Yeah, it's threes, isn't it? Three. Three. Massive, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are really big. Probably the weight of four, if you went somewhere else. The portion size was very big as well, actually, looking through the photos again. Oh, my main was huge. Pig cheek was big. Is that bisque? The, the bisque, with the longest yeah. bisque was fantastic. That bisque took me back. I, I just imagined being on the coast of Ireland again. Yeah. It's a nice... Um, Freshly cooked wheat and bread or soda bread, and then some of that bisque. Oh man! But yeah, this took me right back. I loved it. And then Maria had the wontons, mushroom wontons, mushroom and lemongrass wontons. She loved them. I tasted them. I thought they were great. It came with a mushroom and lemongrass dashi, which it's just a kind of um, it's like a different type of bisque, just um vegetarian yeah. one. It's like a broth, isn't it? Like yeah, it's fairly light. Vegetable broth. Yeah. Really nice. nice. <laughs> Asian inspired again there. Yeah, there's the Asian inspiration there and the wontons, mushroom wontons, nice and crisp, they were beautiful. On to the mains, what do you have? Well, it was a supplement, so it wasn't included in the thing, but it was five pound extra supplement. Seems it was to be worth... the standard with beef though. Yeah, well this they had a beef dish that wasn't. Yeah. But I had the um fillet and it come with bone marrow on the top, uh potato croquettes. A Bordelais sauce, and for a little extra money, you could have foie gras on it as well. So nice. I had foie gras as well, of course. And it was oh, it was one of the best fillets, one of the best beef pieces of beef I've eaten. I normally find fillet a bit boring. That's why I never went for it. But... I think you put bone marrow on the top and some foie gras <laughs> on the side. I think if you put that and cornflakes, it would make it better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the main, I was really impressed. I was impressed with the starter, but the main, like, I proper blew my socks off. Really good. What did you have? I had, again, <laughs> pork belly. Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to get that. <laughs> Advertisement for pork belly at the minute. Oh, you had the pork belly, which came with... Um, I feel bad for pigs, man. We're just absolutely oh, annihilating them. Annihilating them. They came with crispy skin, came with a black pudding... Bum bum. Oh, yeah, you gave me a bit of that. Yeah, that was, nice. that was incredible. Spice. Love a bum bum. Yeah, I love them. They're always a bit of a highlight, but then the meat itself, massive chunk of pork, but they came with like, um, don't want to give it too much of a disservice, but like a, kind of like a pork crunch kind of topping. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not last scratching. They weren't hard. They were like little airy bits of crackling. Oh, mm. they were beautiful. Spicy carrot puree as well, and some fermented cabbage. So that was good. Nice. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was perfect. Everything was cooked perfectly. Did Maria, Maria had the same was what I had, didn't she? Maria, yeah, Maria had the fillet, had the fillet as well, yeah. Because yeah. I think the picture on the Insta hasn't got the fry gras on because it's your wife's one because she didn't have the fry gras, did she? Yeah, I don't think we took a photo of yours because I just thought, oh, we've... Yeah, I do want it on the record. I do think fry gras is quite evil. And I'm hoping it was a reasonably <laughs> sourced one. But, I'd imagine uh, so. I really hope so, because I do feel <laughs> really bad when I order it, but it tastes so good. It's crazy good. I know you feel that. You know, 
I must have listened to about three podcasts talking about how intelligent Octopus is. And I don't know why, but it's just made me hungry. Because I absolutely love Octopus. All they're doing is opening jars. They're not smart. I've seen some good videos. Have you seen it where they're like... um, they're getting chased by a shark or something, and then they uh, hide themselves, cover themselves with rocks, and change color. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. intelligent, man. They can even grow like they can grow back. They'll just leave the, if they're getting attacked. They'll just leave the tentacle behind and grow another one. Well, why are we killing them all then? Why not just chop a leg off at farm them and just chop a leg <laughs> off at a time? It grows back because it's all delicious. <laughs> they are unbelievable. They're my favorite food. They're like picking an apple. You just go and pick a leg off, and then. Just wait for it to grow back. I feel and like they've the got m- other ones. So more just... intelligent the uh, animal than tastier the food. <laughs> pigs well, are really intelligent. Pigs the most intelligent one we eat, and then just feel bad for them. And Rover. <laughs> pigs are smarter than dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I don't have a dog. I'm smarter not than my it. dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I love octopus. That's what I'm saying. And they're yeah, very yeah, smart. Yeah. And I know how you, where you're coming from. I do feel bad, and I know you feel bad. And I even I feel bad when I eat um, foie gras. But, yeah, it's too too good not to. It's the same as like when you go on holiday to like Spain and you order the veal. And you know that's not rosé veal, and you're like, oh, what did I order that? You're like, you order it because you think you're here, and you're yeah. thinking you're getting good veal, and then... I ain't going to lie, though, it does taste better. Like, the crueler it is, <laughs> the better. It's, it's shitty, and I do feel bad. But I almost forget a lot of the time. And then I think about it, like, on the way home, I'll be like, oh, fuck, what did I order that for? I didn't even have to order it. This was an extra, the foie gras. I didn't, have to, <laughs> didn't even have to come with the dish. We had some interesting sides, didn't we? In fact, one of the sides was one they made up on the night, and it was... One of the best things I think I've ever tried. That was a good move on that was before we get... This yeah, is, yeah. becomes our last ever episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was unreal. Uh, it was meant to be. Yeah, it was meant to be uh, crispy sprouts in a crimp kimchi paste. And they came over and said, oh, sorry, we've got none of the crispy spout, uh, sprouts left. And it says, I suppose we could put it on the... Because they do a... Maria had it, didn't she? The hispy cabbage. Like, we could sort of put it on that and give you that in a bowl. And they did. And yeah. I just, I pretty much commandeered it off the, because it was my partner that had ordered it. <laughs> and I was pretty much just staring at it like, you eating that? I love that. Thank you. And that was, I think that's one of the best things I've ever tried. They could do a whole dish out of that. That was unbelievable. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I love kimchi anyway. Like, we've been over the whole fermented thing. Yeah. But kimchi's like the top level fermented kimchi. for me. But to have it on. Like fresh crispy cabbage as well. That just like it knocked it up to a new level. And that yeah. was the best side, maybe even one of the best things I've eaten in the last few years. There was a good contrast there. I liked it, you know, with the fermented and the fresh. Oh, it was unreal. Yeah, it was really good. Did we have any other sides? We did, <clears throat> yeah, we had we? other sides as well. We had. Oh, yeah, we had the charred corn that was covered in wasabi, don't we? Yeah, which was probably the only disappointment, really, for us. Yeah, it wasn't so much a disappointment. It's just that wasn't needed. It didn't fit with anything we'd ordered. Yeah, it wasn't a special. Everything else was special. Like, yeah, it wasn't. They they took something and improved it, whereas that was literally just corn on the cob sprinkled with. um, Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not going to knock it. I think if I'd been eating something else. It would have gone better, but it didn't go with my dinner. I don't know why I ordered it anyway. I think I just ordered it because I panicked because everyone had ordered a side and I hadn't. <laughs> well, we both ordered it and we, I ordered it because I just wanted to try everything. So I thought, while we're here, try everything. But yeah, it's, if that's the only thing we can knock for the whole night, you know, it's, 
It's not the end of the world. No, no, no. Just some corn on the cob. Yeah, fuck that. My partner, her main was really good. She had the uh, monkfish and king prawn curry. Yeah, I was tempted by that too. Yeah, that was really, really good. Really impressed with that. Puddings were good as well, weren't they? Yeah, I thought they were really good. My Your pudding looked you. I think you won yeah, on the pudding. Yeah, Yours looked the best. Won. Back to my peanut butter obsession. Yeah. Was, um, they called it a chocolate bar, little blackwood chocolate bar with peanut butter, salted caramel, and strawberry gel. Yeah, it was perfect. Nice and light as well. It wasn't too heavy. You know, sometimes you get a thick chocolate cake, and I was quite stuffed. As I said, the portions were really big. They were big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was quite stuffed after my dinner, but I still managed to squeeze down a dessert just in the interest of this podcast. You know. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta put the miles in for it. For your second job, <laughs> everyone thinks this comes easy, like. Yeah, no, that you that looked the best pudding. My pudding, my pudding, like, is perfect for me. It's what I'd. It's not too sweet. I had the uh, honey and yuzu cake, and that just came with like a chantilly cream and fresh honey and pistachios, and that was that's beautiful. Asian inspired again, isn't it? Again, yeah, and it, it was nice because that's not really that's not that sweet. It's the sweetest thing was the honey. Yeah. And honey and lemon like, on a cake. Like, my favourite cake is lemon drizzle anyway. So it was like that a bit with added honey. and Yeah, really good dessert. And Siobhan had the same, didn't she? Yeah, she had the same. Maria had the... Maria had the, the chocolate brownie. Oh, ah, yeah, White yeah, chocolate yeah. ice cream, pop, popcorn, burnt I I chocolate. Yeah, didn't I like burnt white chocolate thing? That interested yeah. me. I tried it. I thought the, the ice cream was incredible. The white chocolate ice cream was brilliant. Yeah. The brownie wasn't incredible. It was good, but it wasn't incredible. It could be doing a bit gooier, I think. Oh, I didn't get straight, so I cannot comment <laughs> on the brownie. Yeah, no, it was um, more like um, they're like concrete chocolate, concrete. Oh, I like chocolate. Concrete. Yeah, it was nice, but like for a brownie, I want I need it to be gooey. Like you go to Ollie and his brownie bus, and it's that gooey. Like you wouldn't even need a drink with it. No, no, no. So yeah, but. but Oh, the, 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 nothing disappointed me. I mean, when we first got in there, we'd sat down and the fire alarm started going off. And that was because it's linked to next door's fire alarm and someone was smoking in the toilets or something. Yeah. But even that, like, that didn't phase me at all. It didn't, I wouldn't even put it as a negative. No. It, it, was, it was just something that happened. And they were really nice and they were telling everyone, oh, this happens all the time. And it was yeah. just the whole place. The service was great. The people that run the place are out and about talking to people. They're asking, like, like when we came over, we were telling them that cabbage thing with the kimchi on, they need to do something more with that and just do that as a dish because it was unbelievable. And they they seemed to, they asked about everything. They're like, even like, they seemed happy to have any sort of, not negative criticism, but just yeah. anything you could critique. They'd be happy to sort of look at it and go, yeah, yeah that was good. Yeah, I thought that was superb. I think they were really good. I liked the, I liked the fact that you could, it feels like the kind of restaurant you could just keep going to. Like, well, that's know. it. It's like priced at a point where you could go there every week. You could go there once a week for dinner. Oh, 100%. You wouldn't need a special occasion to go there. You no. Know? You just think, where should we go? I want to get somewhere decent. I know where we'll go. And with the taster menu you can order the day before and the Sunday dinners that are supposed to be good and the pop-up nights they have that are slightly different. Because I think they just did a vegan night recently, didn't they? Or was it a vegetarian night? I've seen it, but I don't know if it's coming up this week or they've, they've just had, done it. I'm no, they've sure. had one recently, and I know they've just said they're having another one. Come I on. only noticed it because I thought, God, I hope I didn't just uh, book for that night <laughs> when I booked the table. <laughs> I thought, please don't say I booked for the vegetarian night. You know what? It wouldn't. I, I'd quite happily go out and eat just 
vegetarian food. Oh yeah, I no, would, I especially from somewhere that good. But I just like um, for the first time you try somewhere. Yeah, I was hoping just to try the sort of main yeah. shit that they sell. Yeah, yeah, I want to base them on. That's it. I'm really, usual, yeah. yeah, really want to try their Sunday dinners, but I, I cannot rate it high enough. It's like it's a must go to place. If you're in Birmingham and you want a nice dinner, like it's and your taste buds work properly, this is the place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd fail to see how anyone could not like it. Yeah, it's, it's not a small menu. It's like it's like four starters and is it four or five mains? Something like to that. Pick yeah. from and just like three or four puddings, which is good. I don't like too much choice. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, I was very impressed. I'd definitely yeah, I still be, struggle I to pick. Back. Yeah, I, I wanted your pick, poor yeah. belly. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely could have had everything on there. I think it's because you ordered it and I was like, right, I'm not getting that. I can't get the same starter and the same main. I think you were saying maybe about getting pork and pork. We had the pork cheek to start. and then... Yeah, 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 I did, yeah, didn't I? I forgot that. Plus, I'd have got white wine if I was getting that. <laughs> right, then... Um, right, we're off to Covered Wagon. Covered Wagon for dinner. Love this Desi place. Pub special again. <laughs> yeah. Watch the uh, FA Cup game. Have some mixed grill, yeah. nice beer. If you've not been there, seriously, you've got to get up there and try it. I know a lot of people have no secret seems to be getting out. Everyone's on it. but Yeah, if you're in sort of Yardleywood, Hall Green, Acox Green, sort of Mosley, Kings Eve area, it's a short drive to you. Covered wagon is... We don't get... Like, it sounds like we're plugging places because we get stuff from... We get nothing yeah, from anybody. we get nothing from anybody. Everything we say is our own opinion. I just think the covered wagon's great. Everyone should go there. Have you been reading the guidelines or something? <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of blogs recently and it seems like everyone finishes a blog by saying, these it's are my own views. It's just changed in January. Are they? The law or something's changed, yeah. I must you have to say up, if, it's, if someone's paid you to say something or not. Yeah, 100%. Because of that fire festival, I think. Right then, folks. Take it easy. <laughs> Yeah, brilliant. Thanks a lot, guys. See ya. Bye-bye. Well, that's that. Thank you all for listening. Please remember to subscribe, rate and review our podcast. This really does help us. Yeah, it really does. Even if you could just help by recommending us to a friend or a family member, helps to get our name out there. If you haven't yet seen our blog, go check it out. It's where you can find all our show notes, restaurant reviews and other food ramblings. The website is www.breakingbreadpodcastuk.blog Also, go check out our social media. Our Insta is full of pics of food. Also, feel free to leave comments. We love hearing from you. All the links to our social media and our guest social media can be found in our show notes. Thanks Thanks again for listening. Until Until next time, time, take care. care.